Welcome to The Scoop Podcast. I'm editor of The Scoop, Margie Eckelkamp, and on the podcast today, we have Meredith Hubble. She is a manufacturing process manager for Wilbur Ellis based in California. Meredith, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So Meredith, if you could tell our audience just a little bit about your role at Wilbur Ellis. Of course. I actually stepped in this role earlier this year, so it's still reasonably new to me. But my duties include creating and documenting current and new processes within our our internal manufacturing sites. I mainly focus on driving opportunities for continuous improvement in processes, product forecasting, production planning, and resource management, as well as promoting established policies and procedures within my team. Oh, that's awesome. So give us a little bit more insight onto those manufacturing sites that you're involved in. So we've got several sites within Wilbur Ellis that we create what we call a branded product. So it's a Wilbur Ellis branded product that we have a site in uh, Central California, as well as another uh, sister site in Divine, Texas. And so between these two sites, we are basically the larger of the two that have the big backbone to be able to make these branded products that then go out to growers. I've also got a couple other smaller um, locations up in Oregon and Michigan, and I also have another one in Caldwell that they support with some other more specialized products. Okay, so Meredith, you mentioned in your role, part of your job is to help the team with product forecasting. Yes. How, what can you share as far as the product categories where you guys are making uh, different branded Wilburellas products? How have those, cha- what have those challenges been over the past specifically two years? A lot of the challenges have been supply of materials, just like we have everywhere else across the industries between toilet paper and currently baby formula. We're so we're susceptible to that as well because a lot of our raw materials come overseas. So I work very closely with the sales team to take their sales forecast and then be able to take that back to my manufacturing group and actually create a production plan off of that. But having to work with the supply constraints has been a unique opportunity, but we've been able to make do with having different sort of uh, alternatives that we can give to our growers. Yeah. So of all the product categories, so I, we're, you know, we're talking maybe crop protection, we're talking crop fertility, where, where's the biggest pain point right now? What's the problem child? Um, probably problem child with it, we be within our fertilizer, just because we do get a lot of material that comes out of Russia and China that we all kind of know what's going on with those situations that it's difficult to get product overseas and to us to finally get to our end customer. But the majority of what our branded products are that we create, we make at these locations is uh, fertilizer and adjuvants. Fertilizer and adjuvants. Awesome. Is there a particular product that you guys have and your team has enabled put into the marketplace and you've been part of that process that you're really proud of? Um, one of them that I've been very uh, in depth and involved with would be a product that we call Fully Grow Tidal Wave. 
And so it is a high value blend that uh, has a couple different micronutrients in it, as well as a pretty special seaweed in it that has been a big grower in its first year. And so I've been involved with that because that started out at my site in Salakine. Oh, that's awesome. So in the past year, has there been anything that you guys have added either there at your plant or across the footprint that you're really excited about what it's going to empower you guys to do? Currently we're in the process of, um, putting together a few larger projects to improve our efficiencies and to reduce our labor rates, just because it's been difficult to find labor just again, across, across the industry. We're not, we're not uh, the ones who are just affected by this. Everybody's affected by this, but we actually just recently installed a tote filling system that has cut our filling time from about 10 to 15 minutes down to five. Wow. And so that's been a huge time saver so far. And we've got a couple other projects that we're going to focus on in the next few months to next couple of years. They're going to have, have a lot of those efficiencies. Yeah, no, great gains there. So that, that leads me to a question of what would you want to share with ag retailers about the type of work that you and your teams are really doing that you would want to make sure they would understand how hard you guys are working or the gains that you're making and how it goes down through the channel. I think the biggest thing to remember is that we're all here for the same purpose. We're all here to be able to create a product, to sell a product, to eventually drive the ability to feed people in the end. That's what we're here for. And if we're here worry why we're not getting material within the next few days after an order. That's not the main goal. The main goal is to ensure that we're able to feed the nation. Oh, that's awesome. And so Meredith, what would you share with farmers as far as opportunities with branded products? With branded products, um, it's more to give them a chance. Um, there's a lot of different technologies that I know some might not feel comfortable in trying just because maybe they are a little more expensive, but your return on investment might be a little bit higher by taking that opportunity. And so if that's something that you have always done, we've always, we've always applied CAN 17. We're not, we're not going to apply this more expensive fertilizer because we don't see a point in it. Well, yeah, I would say just give it a chance. Okay. So Meredith, one of the reasons why I am so excited to have you on the podcast is you were named one of our 40 under 40 recognizing young leaders in ag retail. So congratulations. And what would you share with somebody who's maybe in the early chapters of their career in ag retail? Uh, two big things that I had to learn myself is to be able to speak up and actually get your voice heard because there's a lot of times that you want to sit behind and just kind of, let's say, um, complain about things that are going on that you really do have a voice in to be able to change. And so taking that extra step to be able to find that confidence to speak up and be heard will make those changes stuff that maybe, maybe um, hurting your job performance or what you have to endure with a customer every single day. Um, another one is actually look at full picture. Like I mentioned, 
with um, talking to growers and salespeople that we're all here for the same reason, but to be able to understand every part of a company that really helps to kind of bring the picture together and understand why we're here. Absolutely. Oh, that's great. I like that. It's kind of also kind of, you know, advocate for yourself, but also always be thinking bigger, right? That's great. Awesome. So Meredith, if I can, I have three questions that I like to ask everybody who comes on the podcast. Okay. So these are a little, they they were shifting gears just a little bit. Okay. But what do you wish you knew six months ago? Hmm, That is a very good question. To be completely candid and honest, I wish six months ago, I would have known where we're sitting today, that it's still not easy enough. As far as those challenges you were referencing. Yep. I know. I know. Just to know that we would have to have this level of endurance, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Meredith, what keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night is to be able to ensure that I'm leading my team in an appropriate way and to ensure that the processes I put in place is going to help everybody and not just one specific person. That's a great uh, tidbit from a leader. (laughs) And then if you could, let's be bold, okay? Can you make one prediction today for the year ahead? Ooh, I'm going to be a hopeful prediction. And I hope that in the next year, our constraints are going to lighten up and we're going to have one of the best years that we've seen across the ag industry. Uh, I love ending things on an optimistic note. Meredith, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. That is Meredith Hubble. Yeah, Meredith Hubble, Manufacturing Process Manager at Wilbur Ellis. I'm Margie Eckelkamp, editor of The Scoop, and I look forward to you joining us all next time.